I, I, did we get him down from the ceiling? Jimmy Brandstetter, are you down from the ceiling? Yes, I am, Paul. I am actually, uh, I've come down from one of the great experiences of football, <laughs> my football life and watching that great game last night. Was it not incredible? And I, I have to tell you, you know, I told you when we had John yesterday, I'm kind of a nervous Nelly when it comes to our, our maize and blue when they play a big game like this. But, man, uh, they showed me I didn't need to be so nervous. No, no, they did. And, and you know what was great, Paul, is they did it the old-fashioned way. I mean, Bo Schembechler <laughs> would have absolutely loved this one. It was a battle of the line of scrimmage. And the offensive line totally controlled the game. The defensive line kept Michael Penix uncomfortable, wouldn't let him really set his feet and find the receivers and, and be the quarterback that he could be. It was that kind of game. It was that game in that six to seven yard area where you win that battle up front and you control the game. And that's what Michigan did. Uh, that's the beauty of it for me, an old dinosaur, an old guy who loves the, the greatness <laughs> of the big uglies up front, as Keith Jackson used to say, well, Michigan's big uglies, really showed their stuff last night. Uh, They sure did. Spoken like a true offensive tackle. Spoken Uh, like a big (laughs) ugly myself. (laughs) And and spoken like the the incredible broadcaster that you were uh, and still are with all the numerous honors and awards, uh, Michigan Sports Broadcaster of the Year twice. Well, thank you. Named to the Michigan Sports Hall of Fame, Gridiron Greats Hall of Fame, Michigan Association of Broadcasters Hall of Fame. It goes on and on, and I miss those stories. Just like you gave us a story now and sent a chill up my spine, I miss those stories when you were on the air here at uh, WJR and elsewhere. Yeah, so, thank you, Paul. What you, sadly, though he wants us all to enjoy this, there's no question, and I got a big kick. I just spoke about Jim Harbaugh saying he now gets to sit at the big people's table. Isn't that uh, great? The... <laughs> Wasn't that fun? I just love that. <laughs> he was the only one. Heck, even Jackie, his mom, must have a national championship somewhere. And... Probably <laughs> does, yeah. I mean, it, it was so much. Wasn't it fun last night to, to see a coach you know, embrace his brother, his mom, and his dad and have that whole history around him? I can't remember in past years where that story, that family of that coach, became a story around the game. But with Jim, it did. To watch John walk up in the middle of the game because his plane came in late and grab him on the sideline and see Jim being surprised, like, who's doing that? And then hug his brother right during the game. That That's was beautiful. Kind of Wasn't that beautiful? That's beautiful. the kind of stuff that is unique and special about the Harbaugh story. And it is a great story, and it is a story that continues, and now it is a story that all of us are kind of on the edges of our seats uh, waiting for the next page in yeah. this story. Is this page going to remain Mason Blue with the Wolverines and let him build the legacy that he watched and experienced with Bo Schembechler, as did you? Or is it time for him to say, okay, I've marked that off my list. There's only one other thing for me to get, and that's a Super Bowl. Yeah, that's the question everybody's asking, and I, I wish I had an answer. I, I, I kind of feel like him uh, when he was asked that question last night. He said, kind of frustrated, he said, hey, can you guys let me enjoy this for 24 hours? Oh, absolutely. I agree. <laughs> you know? I agree. And, and I kind of feel like him, and I'm, I'm, I, do, I wish I knew the answer. 
and and I can only speculate in the sense that, you know, if he does decide to take that next step, I don't blame him. I really don't. I mean, I give everybody, if he's got dreams and aspirations, who am I to say, no, hold on. That's being, that's me being selfish. Right. And, and I want him to reach his goals, his aspirations. And if he's accomplished all that he feels that he can accomplish, and certainly he's done uh, to Michigan, he's just been spectacular in what he's accomplished in his time at Michigan. Uh, it would be selfish of me to say to him, no, you can't go and try to achieve that one goal that you haven't gotten in your career yet. So if he chooses to, fine. If he doesn't choose to do that and stay at Michigan, I will be extremely happy and, um, and delighted for him. But again, that's totally up to him. And I'm one of those guys that either way, I'm delighted for Jim Harbaugh and, and his success. Well, I'm on, I'm on that uh, same bus as you. I, I'd love him to stay at Michigan, completely understand if he doesn't. And I will support Jim Harbaugh uh, forever, whatever he Good. is doing. Yeah, I forever. think that's the way you got to look at it. I really do. So I, I, now if we – I know I, I don't mean to be rushing past this celebration. <laughs> this celebration should go on yes, for a very should. long time, and it will, and it is. But we do have to look at the future, and uh, and we're looking at a completely different team next year, regardless of whether uh, Jim Harbaugh stays or not. It will be a completely different team. You know what, Paul? You're right from a personnel standpoint. But and I've said this, and I've talked about this before. I've said, you know what? The one thing that doesn't change is the name. It's Michigan, and 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 to me, that's why this team was so special. They were playing for Michigan. They were playing for the name on the back of the jersey. Blake Corum even said it. I came back for my brothers. I came back for Michigan. And, and I think that's what we all have to remember. Michigan will survive. It has survived through Bump Elliott, Bo Schembechler, Lloyd Carr, Gary Bowler, and Jim Harbaugh, and even survived Brady Hoke and Rich Rodriguez. <laughs> it is Michigan. And, and, and if we remember that, Michigan's legacy goes back 144 years. Last night they were showing pictures of the 1908 team at Fielding HOs. And that's what we have to remember. It's not about the players. It's about Michigan. And Michigan will survive. And whether it's Sharon Moore as a new head coach, if Jim decides not to stay, uh, it's about Michigan. And if Michigan keeps Michigan's spirit, Michigan's legacy, Michigan's tradition and optimism and, and values, then I think Michigan will survive and be just fine. Oh boy, I you know we ought to put you on once a month just for one of your uh, pep talks. That's, <laughs> I'm telling you, Jimmy. I, I, but, but you know what? I I, tr- I truly believe that. I mean, we oh, have, I know. We've, I know. We, I, we, yeah, yeah, we've come through our our dark times, and, and and what has always been the one thing we grab onto? It's maize and blue. It's Michigan. It's Louis Elbel. It's Fielding Yost. It's Oosterbach. We we survive because we are Michigan. We're not one guy or this player or Blake Corum or J.J. McCarthy. We're Rick Leach. We're Denny Franklin. We're, we're Steve Smith. We're Tom Brady. We're Drew Henson. We're all of those guys because they're all part of the legacy that is Michigan. And Michigan, whoever's at the helm, Michigan will always survive. <sighs> You're absolutely right. And all we're going to do at this point is not worry or wonder. We're just going to savor Absolutely. Incredible moment. Couldn't have said it better. 
Well, you just did. And uh, this is why people love Jim's new audiobook, Voices of Michigan Stadium. Uh, and when I say new, it's been out a couple years now. But uh, and, and you came on with us to tell us about it, which is a wonderful thing to get a hold of. It's a, it, this would be a great time to buy it for yourself. Oh, it would be, yeah. Or, or as a gift for someone in your family, uh, even if they happen to love Michigan maybe more than you do, this would be <laughs> this would be a very very nice well, gift. And, and Jim JimBrandstetter dot com. Yes, JimBrandstetter dot com. You can buy the paperback. You can buy a download, or you can get it on now CD. It's a seven CD set, wow. uh, and it's available at JimBrandstetter dot com. And it's it's what we were just talking about. It's the history of Michigan football. It's why Michigan football survives because the great stories of the past still live on today. Well, and and it's the beauty of this is. You have captured the sound so that we can all relive these moments on seven CDs of the voices of the past. Paul, you can hear Ron Kramer again. How much fun is that? And and Bo Schembechler and Rick Leach and Denny Franklin and, and George Hoey and Ron Johnson. These are great names that they're the shoulders that we stand on today to reach the heights that we've reached. And we should never forget that they were the ones have that legacy that built the foundation that this team 144 stood on to win that national championship last night. I'm going to tell you a quick Dennis Franklin story. When I was living and working in New York City, WABC, I get on the, uh, the elevator at my apartment, the Sheffield on West 57th Street, and there's a guy on the elevator with a set of golf clubs. And I go, oh, boy, you know, I don't think of golf very much here in New York City. He goes, yeah, I play a lot of it. I travel around, play a lot. And we're in this conversation coming from the 40th floor. Time to say, you know, a few things. And right. he, he asks where I'm from. I said, I'm from Michigan. He goes, oh, I, I, I went to school in Michigan. I went, no kidding. Uh, I went to school at University of Michigan. And he said, oh, I went to U of M, too. And I said, what's your name? And he said, Dennis Franklin. Did he really? Yes. How cool is that? <laughs> that was just, I mean, I gave it away by telling you my Dennis Franklin story, but you made me right. think of it when you just mentioned Denny. And, well, uh, and he was off, He was in business and going to play business golf. <laughs> yeah, he, he was a salesperson in the media for a long time in New York. He's now, I think, out in Los Angeles, but uh, one of Michigan's great all-timers. And uh, I, he, was, he, was, he came in right after I graduated. And uh, Denny is still a, a good friend and a, and a great athlete and a great representative of Michigan. Jim Brandstetter, you're one of our all-time great Michiganders and Michigan men, and we thank you for sharing from your heart and from the line uh, your thoughts in the game <laughs> last night. And again, give thank our you. love to uh, Robbie Timmons, your wife. I and, will, uh, Paul. And, and thank you so much for your friendship and, and, and keeping me relevant by calling me up like this. You're the best. Well, you'll never be anything but relevant to me and to my audience as we continue on WJR.